At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside the VEASAN studios here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe, alongside my man James Salinas, a Salinas Sunday in studio. James, how are we feeling, man? Well, it's been an interesting 36-hour session that I put in <laughs> since I flew in about midnight on Friday. Yes. And uh, <laughs> anytime you end up meeting, seeing Derek Stevens as soon as you walk in at the Mega Bar, <laughs> uh, that ends up being a very long night. So uh, it's been a great 36 hours. Uh, my body and my liver will be happy to get back home to Denver and dry out for a little while. I was going to say 36 hours. Maybe you have the 36-ounce water as well. Uh, or what's well going on? <laughs> I went through three of these big guys right here. Hey, you know what? That's what you need whenever you run into Derek Stevens over at the Mega Bar. <laughs> you need to hydrate uh, because they always have a good time there. But we're going to have a good time over the next three hours here. Make sure to tweet at the show, at VEASAN Live on Twitter. At Rounding Again is where you can find James. At Femi Bebefe is where you can find me. Coming up on the show, we're going to dive into what we saw last night in the NFL action and how we can spin it forward toward the regular season. NFL conference odds to start the third hour. Division odds at 11-15. We'll also wrap up week three of the preseason with the Giants, Jets, and the Lions and Steelers. In the all the football hype, we also have some baseball as well. We'll discuss that in the second hour. But James, let's start off with what we saw in Cleveland last night with the Chicago Bears taking on the Cleveland Browns. And what a night it was for Justin Fields. The Bears playing their starters 
in that first half there. Fields, 14 of 16, 156 yards, three TDs, zero interceptions, a quarterback rating of 146.9. Are you optimistic for Fields and this Bears team here in 2022? Yeah, not so fast, my friend. I mean, th- <laughs> I mean seriously, we know yeah. it. it. It's betting preseason. I feel like you have to put more time into the handicapping preseason in a sense, because of information mm-hmm. and who's going, to, who's actually going to be out there on the field than the regular season. Regular season, you know who's going to be out there. You know the depth chart. You know what the roster looks like. You look at matchups, and you, you have an idea, and you can kind of script out what you think the game plans are going to look like, strengths and weaknesses for both opponents. Yep. That's the challenge with preseason. So you hear things, and in this case here, you heard that you were going to see the starters for Chicago, and they need to. Right? You've got a new coach there. Uh, and, and this is a team that's had a lot of turnover offensively for one with that offensive line. Uh, mm-hmm. Am I ready to, to buy in from what we saw last night to carry over into week one? Completely different scenario. We know that. So I temper the expectations. And that's why for me, when, it, when, when I pull away, what do we take away from preseason? I, I'm going to be very cautious about any teams that we see more. So are, yeah. how organized they like we've talked about your Dallas Cowboys I mean, yeah. and the <laughs> propensity to have the the yellow handkerchiefs thrown at them <laughs> repeatedly from last year, and that carried over into the preseason. Definitely that first game in Week One against the Broncos. Uh, but but for Justin Fields, I mean, he's the kid's a good athlete. We know he's got mm-hmm. a good arm. He's got all the tools. Uh, but he's the only tool out there in the shed as far as the offense is concerned for Chicago. So great night last night. You knew you weren't going to see many starters or any starters for Mm -hmm. the Cleveland Browns, and it kind of played out the way. I think probably the other side of that, though, is if we're looking at Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett was Jacoby Brissett. That's what mm. that was. What we're that's what we've seen. It, we know who he is. He's not somebody that's going to get outside the pocket. He doesn't have a big arm. He, he's going to look to check down and get rid of the, the football quickly. And I think for his role in Cleveland, until Deshaun Watson is actually back under center and starting for the Cleveland Browns, uh, a lot of handoffs, handoffs, handoffs coming from Brissett. And we <laughs> saw the lack of his ac- passing acumen last night. Thirteen out of twenty-three, one hundred and nine yards with an interception. Not a stellar performance from Brissett last night. Yeah, I think they're going to lean heavily on Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in that running game there for the Cleveland Browns. The Bears won the game 21-20. to Interesting enough, though, the first-year head coaches, they always try hard in sure. the preseason because they kind of want to establish that winning culture. The Bears going 3-0 and in the preseason, so congratulations to everybody who backed Chicago this preseason because they were definitely looking like they wanted to win some of these games versus some teams that kind of take this as just a chance to get some time on tape right. and just kind of evaluate these guys here. But Chicago for week number one, they are seven point home underdogs against the San Francisco 49ers. That total sitting around 42 and it's probably justified based on the cupboards being a little empty out there in the windy city with this bears team. But Justin Fields is a promising young player. Like you said, they're a really good athlete has a really good arm, but still this is the preseason. Yes. Regular season is a whole nother ball game. Right. And if you're looking, so looking ahead to week one, a lot of times I'll look at the totals for week one. We know mm-hmm. for for week one, as far as the sides are concerned, we have 10 home underdogs Yeah, for week one. So <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Good luck with those of us that are in Survivor, including myself. Yep. When you're looking for those, if you're looking for those home favorites, uh, not a whole lot of them out there to start week one. But really, when I look at betting for week one, I look more towards the totals. And in this case here, looking at the Niners, like I'm not going to lay seven on the road with San Francisco. Mm. Um, clearly, they're, they're going to be the better team. Their defensive line, I think, should absolutely dominate that offensive line for Chicago. And, and for Justin Fields, he's going to have to – it's a good thing he's mobile and he's young and, young and flexible because he's yeah. going to need to have that scrambling around to avoid – 
the the defensive front for San Francisco. They got a terrific secondary. When they're healthy, we'll find out how healthy they are uh, once we start getting those practice reports next week. But the total here sitting at 42. I don't know where the points are going to come from for Chicago all season yeah. long, let alone having to go against that front for San Francisco. But where is the points going to come from? I mean, Fields is going to have to ad lib. He's going to have to make plays outside the pocket, downfield with his arm and with his legs to sustain mm-hmm. drives. I just don't know where the consistency is. There's not going to be any consistency coming from the Bears. They can't run the football. The pass protection is going to be an issue all season long. And I think on the other side for San Francisco, uh, well, what are we seeing out of Trey Lance so far? Yeah. Right? The, the passing acumen, it's, this is going to be a run-heavy football team for the San Francisco 49er offense. And if you cut by that, I think this is going to be a game that is going to move quickly. We're going to see a lot mm-hmm. of short passes. We're going to see a lot of running from both of these teams. It's a g- game of field position. So at 42, seems like a high number to me. I'm leading under. Okay. No, it seems like a 31 to seven kind of game, honestly, when I look at it between the, the Bears and the Niners. But we still have a lot of time to break that one down coming up. Yeah. Two weeks from today, James, week one of the regular season. It's getting underway. The full Sunday slate of the NFL. Let's move along to the Jags and the Falcons. Last night, the Falcons defeated Jacksonville in their preseason finale, 28 to 12. Desmond Ritter got quite a bit of time there for the Atlanta Falcons, 14 of 21, 185 yards, a touchdown and two interceptions there for Ritter. EJ Perry was a quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars as they mainly rested their players. But let's start this discussion, though, talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars. How much of an impact do you think the head coaching change going from Urban Meyer to now Doug Peterson will impact what Jacksonville does this year? Well, I think there's going to be expectations of how to conduct yourself as a professional with Mm -hmm. preparation. And that's where he will, as far as Peterson is concerned, be able to establish a professional standard because that was sorely lacking last year. Well, I mean, when your coach is doing knucklehead yeah. kind of things off the, <laughs> off the field, right? Yeah. And Dan, I, we, I, I don't even know what happened right there. What, he's at the, he's, at the bar? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> at the club. My man is 60 years old or whatever he is. Yeah. Brady thinks he's got a lot of things going on at 45 years old. Well, what about Urban Meyer trying to set that standard for his team? But, I mean, that's just it. You're going to have yeah. a professional in there now. And this is, I think, for, for Trevor Lawrence, that's the key. Is it's, I think the one thing that we saw to Trevor Lawrence is his ability to, to persevere through the face. Forget about adversity. Just the dysfunction that was going on within the coaching staff mm-hmm. uh, from, from Urban Meyer. And really just not being coached up at all because so many things swirling around. Just not having that professional connection. And I think for, for Lawrence – he just put his head down and went to work. And, yeah, it was a tough season for him, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars as a whole. Uh, but I think he'll be better for that, having come out of that on the other side. Never heard anything bad coming out of Trevor Lawrence's mouth, right? No. Understanding that he is the leader in the face of that franchise, even though there was all this dysfunction going on, he, wasn't, he, he was getting himself out in front of that and making sure that he was going to conduct himself uh, professionally and be prepared as best he could for each and every game. And I think there's going to be some growth for sure, not only from a from a physical standpoint, being able to now having a a year under your belt as a starting quarterback, but also a year under your belt as the face of that franchise and a lot of intangibles uh, for character that you see out of Trevor Lawrence that's to the positive that's behind him. I think it's going to be a big impact now having Peterson there as the coach. 
Yeah, and that's kind of the narrative or the storyline that was coming out of Jaguars camp early on during training camp was, wow, this is a professional training camp, which it sounds silly to say that, but that was the opposite of what they had last year. So we'll see how that helps out this young team that needs an adult in the room and somebody who's established, and Doug Peterson is that, winning a Super Bowl with the Philadelphia Eagles back in 2017. For Atlanta, though, the win total is around five, four and a half. This team is projected to be either the worst team or the second uh, worst team in the NFL here. Is this just a reset, rebuild kind of season here for Atlanta, or maybe there's a way to bet this team actually in the regular season? Uh, nothing that I'm going to want to bet early. Uh, I, th- mm-hmm. I think the issues here are kind of kind of similar to what we were talking about with the Chicago Bears. Yeah, the, the offensive line, the lack of playmakers out there. Mariota is just a stopgap right now, looking potentially of if because we've we've talked about this. We've talked about the odds. The, the odds we've seen as far as teams to have the least amount of wins. Yes. <laughs> and I think Atlanta's pushing right up there with, with Chicago and with Seattle. Uh, they're going to be in the sweepstakes for one of those top quarterbacks coming in the 2023 draft. So I think offensively, I, I mean, I don't know where the points are going to come from. Mariota's going to be a one-read quarterback, tuck it and run. Um, and outside of Pitts, I mean, where are the playmakers on this offense, right? Yeah. You're, if you're going to – Banking on the on the rookie with London to have to step in. That, that's a tall order with a bad football team, not a great yeah. offensive line. And he has the knee injury, too, for that yeah. matter as well. Yeah. So he's kind of behind the eight ball. <clears throat> and, and the defense, too. It's not a good defensive line. I think they're going to be – it's just not a physical football team. You see some team, mm-hmm. that's going to be the really a contrast in, physic, in styles when we talk about – sometimes it just comes down to being an alpha, right? And football is still – I know there's a lot of X's and O's and a lot of preparation of, of – scheming on offense and spreading out spreading out your 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 sets and so many so many skilled talented speedy receivers all over the place mm-hmm. but it comes down sometimes to just being tougher at the line of scrimmage and you're going to see that when you're talking about the New Orleans Saints that they got to face yeah. in week 1 all right, good thing Mariota is young, flexible, and has good wheels because he's going to need him facing that front from the Saints. Get a hat on a hat, baby. Yeah. Let's go in the phone booth here. Let's yeah. get physical. Uh, Desmond Ritter, how soon do you think we see him take yeah. over as a quarterback for the Falcons? Yeah, I, th- I think for if you we have to dig into the schedule and kind of project out, like yeah. where is it going to be halfway through the season? Because it's going to be, and this season is going to be, the first two games for the Falcons, well, you get the Saints at home, and then you're at. Let's discuss that on the other side, James. We'll continue that conversation here. This is Betting Across America presented by Betting. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Pro Football Guide is out now. This year's guide is packed with Super Bowl and playoff predictions, season win total best bets for every team, best ways to bet rookie quarterbacks, plus a bookmaker breakdown on what futures the public and respected bettors are making. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guide is to become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. Sign up on our discounted football special and get all access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe alongside James Salinas here in the VEASAN studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. James, we were talking in the last segment about Desmond Ritter. He went 14 of 21 last night against the Jacksonville Jaguars, 185 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. And I asked you, how soon do you think we might see Desmond Ritter take the field as the Falcons QB1 in the regular season? Your answer is what? about week eight against home against the Carolina Panthers? Right. Because it's Calling a young, your shot. Well, it's a young quarterback. We know it's a bad football team. Yeah. So they're not – they don't have any – these delusions that they're going to be a playoff team or even a contender within their division. But you look at the schedule here, and you you want to bring – you know, the, the, the days of the, the young quarterback, the rookie quarterback, holding the clipboard and biding their time, those, those things are done. A lot mm-hmm. of times those high draft picks are starting week one. Uh, but for somebody like Ritter – I mean, if you just look at the schedule, do you want to throw him out there? I mean, the first two games are going to be with those defensive fronts for New Orleans, <laughs> and they're tough. at then they're at the at the uh, at the Rams. Then you'll play at Seattle. I don't think you're going to go on the road and play at Seattle. You do have a home game against Cleveland, so potentially there. But if you're going to put that rookie quarterback out there, look at these next few games at Tampa Bay. We know that front is terrific as mm-hmm. now, especially with the addition of Akeem Hicks. At Cincinnati, at home to San Francisco, and that defensive front, and then at Cincinnati. Yeah, let's ease him in there. We don't want to lose all his confidence and get him yeah. bent over sideways. So let's put, let's put him out there at home against Carolina on Sunday, October 30th, which is week eight. 
maybe that's probably the best time to bring him in. It's really interesting because Desmond Ritter was a third-round draft pick, so there's no real right. obligation to get him yep. out there on the field. But if you're the Atlanta Falcons, why not? We already know what you have in Marcus Mariota. We know what he's capable of at the NFL level. Maybe you have a steal in Desmond Ritter, or if he's bad, you know that you can go ahead and draft a quarterback in this 2023 class. So if you're the Falcons, probably Ritter, I think we'll see him at some point this season. That week eight game definitely makes a lot of sense after the first seven games and the difficulty of that for a rookie quarterback. Last night, the Rams took on the Bengals in a rematch of last year's Super Bowl. Cincinnati winning this game 16-7, to an ugly game. The starters didn't yeah. play for either team. Uh, we were joking about it before the show even started. Everybody on the field is probably going to get cut or, or is going to be a <laughs> practice squad player for these teams here. But in terms of the season-long outlook here, Cincinnati is a team that I think a lot of people are expecting a little bit of regression. Um, I know that you're invested in this AFC North division. They're right. playing both sides, Cincinnati and Baltimore here. But what do you expect from the Bengals as they try to build on what they accomplished last year, which was 30 seconds away from potentially winning a Super Bowl? Well, I think for the Bengals, they needed to address their offensive line. We knew that was the mm -hmm. issue last year. And, and partially with Burrow just being the, the competitor that he is, holding on to the football and not wanting to give up on any play, took a lot of sacks and took a lot, really took a beating. In the first two years, he got banged up halfway through his rookie season, but they did address the offensive line. And so a lot of new faces, veteran faces on that offensive line to hold up. It's, I think it'll take them some time to, to get themselves acclimated. Anytime you, the, the cohesion on the offensive line, you're only going to do so much in practice and within the preseason. So I mm -hmm. take a few games to start to build out their timing. But I think offensively, I mean, the, the, the ceiling, it, it, the, the roof is open. For yep. this team offensively. I, I think Burrow's a special player. I think that's obvious. We've seen it for him just to be able to come back in his second year. Coming off an ACL injury where he came back in roughly nine months to start week mm -hmm. one and obviously lead them to the Super Bowl. The, the issue will be for Cincinnati now. You are now the hunted rather than the hunter. Right? No one's looking at you this season and overlooking. You are not the flat spot on anybody's schedule this year. Everybody is going to be looking at you as a team that, hey, this is a measuring stick for us in the AFC. And where do we stand? This is the offense that we're going to have to deal with. Uh, so they're not going to get any easy. They're going to take everybody's best shot. And I think that's going to be the, the adjustment that this young team is going to have to make. But sometimes you get these young teams, maybe they don't know any better. They're not supposed yeah. to go. Burrow, is, is Burrow supposed to go to the Super Bowl after coming back from an ACL in his second season? and take, <laughs> No. Right? Is he supposed to go to Kansas City and go and win the AFC championship game to get that? I don't – I can't – uh, they're too young to know that they shouldn't do it. So maybe in that sense, there isn't that hangover because there, there's more motivation because they're just those guys that just feel like, all right, this is the way it's supposed to be and not getting their heads too big because I think now they're really driven. I just think Burrow's a special player. Yeah, that's the vibe that I got last year yeah. on that playoff run there. They were they were not supposed to beat the Kansas City Chiefs, like you mentioned, as yeah. seven-point underdogs in the AFC Championship game. That game was just set up so perfectly for Kansas City. And then that second half was a big second-half comeback for Cincinnati in that game. Um, they almost won the damn Super Bowl. For well, and and Femi, I think the one thing that gets lost is we talk about Burrow, and rightfully so, and mm -hmm. Chase and the weapons that they have and mixing it as well and probably going to be more involved with the run game. Now you've got a better offensive line up there to be more physical. But I think the defensive front for Cincinnati is a very underrated physical defensive front, too. Mm. That's a that, those are those four guys. They can get after the quarterback. You don't have to do a lot of design different looks to try to put pressure. Those four guys can get home. And I think that's something that kind of gets lost because of the accolades that we've seen with the young players offensively for Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. It is a very physical and talented defensive line for the Bengals as well. 
for Burrow, he had the appendectomy earlier this summer. Had lost 15 pounds is what oh. he said to the media there. So it sounds like he's all up and good to go for the regular season as they host the Pittsburgh Steelers two weeks from today. Yeah, maybe I need to do one of those right <laughs> I know. now. We, can we I, were, we were can I have that. one of those on the way home? Yeah. <laughs> How do I buy one of them appendectomies? No, <laughs> yes. uh, don't want to go through that. No, so no, knock no. on wood there. Yeah, exactly. But uh, on the L.A. Rams side, we haven't seen Matthew Stafford or the starters or anything no. this preseason any concern for you with Stafford and this elbow issue? Well, I mean, he's been dealing with the elbow issue, so it's not something new. If there's one thing we know yeah. about Matthew Stafford, that guy suffered so many injuries in his days at mm -hmm. Detroit and just bat. He, he's, he's tough, man. Very tough. So the elbow issue, yeah, I want to see how that, because I know he had an injection, I believe, to try to alleviate some of the pain he's been dealing with. The guy's just been beat up his entire career, but he worked through it last year, found a way with all of his injuries, including the the, the elbow issue that he has to find his way to the Super Bowl with his new team. So uh, I, I don't think so. I think for, for the Rams, and this is the team that, not that they're going to be a run first team, but we know McVay wants to pound the football mm -hmm. and run a lot of play action off of that. And now in just another year with Stafford being in that system, being with the, with, with the weapons that he has offensively, uh, I, I think, yeah, the elbow can be a concern, but it's not a big, at least for me, it's not a big concern. He knows how to fight through injury and deal with the pain. Big difference between pain and injury. Yes, it's injured. He can deal with the pain. Uh, mm -hmm. There's other little things. Hell, he loves needles. He can shoot that up and he get out <laughs> in the field and be ready to go week one. I'm not too concerned about his toughness out there on the field dealing with injuries. Funny enough, though, the Rams two and a half point underdogs yeah. in that opening night game against the Buffalo Bills were the Super Bowl favorites. Not too often we see the defending champions as underdogs yeah. at home in that spot. If that hits three, are you interested in L.A.? Uh, I'm not going to bet the game before it starts. I think this is a game where uh, the, the Bills, you know, I, I, the Bills are, they've got it. The number 13 has got to be sticking in their head as far as 13 seconds yeah. that they couldn't get one, <laughs> make one play or squib the ball for one, yeah. right? Kick the ball on the ground. You eat, you're going to eat up half that time right there as soon as they touch it and try to return back. Uh, they got to be, that's got to be eating at them all offseason. The they're going to be, absolutely, they're going to be really driven. Uh, that's going to be an in-game play for me. If anything, more so. I'm probably just going to enjoy the fact that we have games that count mm -hmm. now. Week one, what a great matchup. Really could have been in 13 seconds away from that probably being the Super Bowl matchup from last year. Yeah, uh, It's going to be a great game. I think I'm just going to be a fan of that game and just watch. I'm very curious to see where it closes because we saw this line movement when the report came out about Stafford's elbow yeah. issue there. If it ends up being where all is good and he's not on the injury report, do we see some Rams buyback potentially going down to one and a half or one? Or maybe there's just so much positive Buffalo sentiment in the market to where this closes two and a half or perhaps even three, which would be pretty wild to see yeah. there on opening night. But Buffalo is a really damn good team. So I, I understand why people are interested in backing that team on opening night. Let's continue this Miami discussion on the other side, but we'll start it here. The Dolphins, they defeated the Philadelphia Eagles last night, 48 to 10. It was a spectacular showing for this Dolphins team. We saw the starters actually play Tua Tungavailoa, 6 of 7, 121 yards, one touchdown, a perfect passer rating of 158.3 here as people are starting to buy in to what we're seeing down on South Beach. Uh, I need to see it in the regular season. That's where yeah. I'm at with this team. They're, they're, I know they've, they've reloaded that offense. There's a ton of talent offensively mm -hmm. from, at the skill position. They upgraded the offensive line to a certain degree as well. It was a bad offensive line, probably one of the – the five worst in the league last year, but I need to yeah. see it. I need to see it in the regular season before I'm going to be a believer in Tua. I think Tua is still, yeah, you've got Tyreek Hill, and I know he can stretch the top off of any defense, but can Tua get it to him? 
to stretch mm -hmm. the top off. How far can he get the ball down, or will it start to be more check down, check down because of the the lack of arm strength for Tua? I need to see it first, Femi. Yeah, Tyreek Hill was two yeah. catches, 64 yards. The first play of the game, they connected on that deep pass, a little underthrown, yeah. but it was, nope. you know, I think people were giving Tua too much crap on that one. I mean, Tyreek Hill's, he's going to outrun any pass that we saw. Patrick Mahomes had some underthrown yeah. passes to Tyreek Hill when the, there were together in Kansas City. So it was really fun to see those guys on the field together at the same time. I'm very curious to see how this works out there. But there's a little bit of line movement, James, in their week one game against the New England Patriots. We'll talk about that on the other side as week one, two weeks from today in the National Football League. It is oh so close, and we're going to break it down here. Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Don't go away here. This is Visa and the Sports Betting This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game? The betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. He's James Salinas. I'm Femi Abebefe. We're hanging out at the VEASAN studios here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. And James, I'm not sure if it was what we saw last night with Tua and this Dolphins offense, but the betting market is starting to believe and what's going on in South Beach. The line has moved just this morning here in their week one game against the New England Patriots. We are now seeing threes across the board. It was sitting at two and a half for much of this summer. Two and a half to three is a significant move in the NFL. Are you buying into the Patriots or rather into the Dolphins for this week one game? I know you want to see it in the regular season, yeah. but what do you make of this week one game against New England? Well, no, I think that's the challenge with New England is we know we're going to get defensively out of New England and Bill Belichick. Although I yeah. don't think he has, he, he just, this is not the same secondary we used to see and where he just, I don't think those corners can play as much man as what Belichick typically likes to play. Mm -hmm. Uh, he may have to be more creative with some of his his fire blitz and his zone re his zone defense because they, they just don't have that kind of talent at the corner spot. We've seen it. Gilmore's gone. Jackson's gone now. It's it's different transition. So I want to see that from the defensive side for Bill Belichick and just see what adjustments he has to make just based on the talent or the lack of talent, I guess, in this case here yeah. or at the corner spot. But more so, it's the offense. So I think that the the numbers moving. Yeah, yeah. There's some some steam coming in and some optimism for the Miami Dolphins. You mm -hmm. just look on paper, like wow, look at all this great talent they've got. It does take time for a new coach to have to put those pieces together. But the offense on the other side, I think, is the concern for me for the Patriots. Yeah. What what is the identity of this team going to be now? They're talking about you know <laughs> Patricia now is going to be calling the shots. <laughs> they're going to go into this stretch zone run game. A uh, lot of transition to make. I don't. It, we haven't seen it. So that's mm -hmm. going to be the challenge before we knew. And I think that was what was really creative about McDaniels as the OC there for such a long time is you could see week to week completely different matchup for the Patriots as far as their game plan was concerned. You think about the that game, a Monday night game, and the, and the crazy win, the gusty win mm -hmm. that was there in, in Buffalo that they won last year. Where Did they even throw the ball? 
literally just <laughs> pound, they, pound, pound the rock. They but they'll the adjust three times, and they adjusted because of the weather for yeah. one. But they also adjust to the the weaknesses of the of their opponent, and I think that was the biggest weakness for the Bills stopping the run. Now I just don't know what the identity of this offense is going to look like for the Patriots now with Matt Patricia in charge. Yeah, that it's significant when you see a line go from two and a half to three. And that Patriots offense is probably why, like you mentioned there, because they looked really bad throughout training camp, throughout the preseason. Maybe they have something up their sleeves for the regular season, but so far all the warning signs are, it's trouble on the horizon for the New England. I think we would all probably be writing this team off if not for Bill Belichick being the head coach because nobody wants to doubt Bill Belichick. He's the greatest head coach in the history of the sport. But if this was another team and these were all the signs, I think this would be a big-time sell team here in New England. Let's move along to the Cardinals and the Tennessee Titans. Last night we saw Tennessee win that game 26-23. to Malik Willis got the start there for Tennessee. 15 of 23, 131 passing yards, one touchdown, one interception, four carries on the ground, 79 rushing yards. Willis made some splash plays and probably has solidified himself as QB two for yeah. Tennessee. And if Ryan Tannehill were to get hurt or something goes wrong, maybe Willis takes over as QB one. Yeah. And well, and don't want to take too much away from the success that he had last night going into the regular season. Mm-hmm. We know it's going to be a completely different look for any defense that he's going to see and be able to make plays against. And we know for, for Willis coming out of Liberty, small school and a great athlete, big arm, uh, he can tend to get locked in. I remember seeing that in college. Was it last year? I think it was Army that they played, and they abs- and this was against Army. I remember that game because I had Army in that game. Not that I bet a whole lot of college. It's interesting. I only bet mm-hmm. a few, and I can remember those games. Man, <laughs> Army put a beating on him, yeah. and he really just locked in and forced a lot of balls. His accuracy was was severely lacking, and that's against an Army team. I know now we're talking about professional football. Arizona, did have they played any starters all season long? No. It was Kyler Murley on the sideline calling plays again, I guess, for, <laughs> yeah. for the Arizona offense. Uh, we didn't see them there. So I think we've seen that. And I think that's one thing to take away from the entirety of the preseason is some of these teams having to, whether it's a new coach, a new quarterback, new offensive line, establish new identities. I think for the Titans, we know what the identity of that football team is. It's going to be a, a, a physical team up front. It's going to be relying on the rushing game and the defense to keep them in games. It's a very mm-hmm. competitive defensive side that we see for the Tennessee Titans. That's the strength of that team. I, I just, I, I mean, for Willis, yes, QB two, but hopefully you don't have to see him in there too soon because it's not, what he saw last night is not what he's going to see if, in fact, he has to start at some point during the season. Kind of a tricky start to the regular season for Tennessee. They're hosting the New York Giants. The market expects them to win that game. They're five and a half, six-point favorites, depending on where you shop. But then at Buffalo Monday night, hosting the Las Vegas Raiders. Then you're at Indianapolis and at Washington. So three of the first five are on the road. And then you have that early season bye, which I'm sure a lot of teams do not like because you have just a stretch run of 12 games after that. So it's kind of a tricky start to the season here for this Tennessee squad. If things go off the rails, maybe we actually see Malik Willis. I know he fell in the draft. A lot of people thought he would be a first-round draft pick. He ends up not even going until the third round. But if things go off the rails with Tannehill, who showed some signs of Miami Tannehill in that playoff game, maybe Willis ends up being the starter. Yeah, potentially, and, and you're right. That The bye week, that's the that's the worst place to have. You only played five games, and now you have that bye. That's going to be the grind of the second half, or for them, the second half of the season post-bye, 12 <laughs> straight grains. That is, that, that is really a, a grind for that Tennessee team. I don't know. I, I, I think 
Tennessee still visions him. You know, they were the number one seed last year in the AFC. <laughs> and, and I think we forget that. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to be in every game because of the defense. That's what it's built on. This is a really, especially up front. I love the safeties as well. I don't know if there's a better safety tandem mm-hmm. in the league than what you see there with the Tennessee Titans. But that front, they can get after you. They're very athletic. They're very physical. They don't need to. They they don't need to have different fronts up there. They can just get after you with their front four. I think for Tennessee that the we know what the identity is and it's not going to be well. We, let's see what we have with the rookie. It's Tannehill. We're going to run. We're going to pound the ball with Henry. Let's run some play action. Mm-hmm. Make the right throws. Quit throwing it to the wrong team like we saw in the playoffs, <laughs> and just move the sticks for us because it's yeah. all about Derrick Henry in the rushing game as far as the offense is concerned. I was talking to Wes Reynolds yesterday and I told him that I think that divisional playoff game is the one game from last NFL season that still pisses me off till this day. It's been months. It was in January, but I'm still mad at Ryan Tannehill for what he did in that game there, because I was in so good laying two and a half. The game closes four and he throws three interceptions and the rest is history. Let's go to the DMV where the Washington commanders took on the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. They did it again. They extended that preseason win streak to 23 straight victories. Now they didn't cover. So the folks who were brave enough to back the commanders in that spot, that line was as high as seven, ended up closing around three and a half or four and a half, depending on where you shop there. But it's 17 to 15. They go ahead and win it 23 straight games in the regular season, in the preseason, I should say. And now Baltimore heads off to the week one where they'll be seven point favorites against the New York Jets. Yeah, tough spot for the Jets here. I think if any, if there's any team that just wants to put last year behind them, it's the Baltimore Ravens, just based mm-hmm. on the the injury bug that hit them up and down that roster and all the attrition. I think at one point they had 25, 26 guys on injured reserve gone for the season. It was a lot. And they still remain very competitive, highly competitive, until really the last couple of weeks in the season where they just the attrition finally caught up to them. But this team, I mean, there's plenty of talent on that team. That's a team, another team. We know the identity of that football team. Now, maybe defensively, that's going to be a different look. Maybe not as much as many blitzes as what we've seen before with Martindale when he was yeah. running that. But I think offensively, it's going to be a run. It's going to be physical. It's going to be a run first team if, if they can get the running backs back healthy. But yeah, if there's one team just itching to get out there, we talked about the Buffalo Bills in 13 seconds. Well, maybe that's <laughs> their, that was their calling call and that's their drive for this season. What about the Buff, uh, Baltimore Ravens? Maybe it's 26, considering that's the number that they had on injury reserve yeah. last year. Just itching to get back out there and play. Tough spot for the Jets and Mr. Flacco facing his former team in gonna, Baltimore. I was going to say, are you interested in perhaps backing Flacco Hell in no. this revenge? <laughs> Hell no. Nope. Didn't even nope. let me finish the question. Hell no. <laughs> we're simpatico. That's why we're in studio. I can read your mind. Hell no. I don't want anything to do with Flacco. We know he's got a big arm. He's going to stand yeah. tall in the pocket. That's exactly where he's going to stand is right in the pocket. Uh, I know for the Jets, the the offensive line is – they, they, I think they're, they've made some changes, right? We know through the draft there's some talent offensively, but mm-hmm. Flacco is not somebody he, – he's a target. He's a big target too, yeah. but I think that's where for, for, for Harbaugh, he knows who he is. He knows what the strengths and weaknesses are for, for Flacco, and there's the intel as far as the game plan is concerned. And, again, this is a team that just wants to get after you. Yeah. The defensive side, the other side for the Jets – 
Are they going to stop anybody? Is that a physical football team? Can question. they get off the field? You're going to see Lamar Jackson getting out there, probably not going to have his contract in place, going to be hungry to prove himself. If there's one, I'm not really one to lay big points on the road. Probably won't be doing that here. Yeah. But I don't want anything to do with the Jets led by Flacco, even as a home dog. And the Ravens are the bullies on the block. They have been since Lamar yep. Jackson has been there. They have beat up the bad teams yes, in the NFL. Have. And the Jets would probably classify as a bad team. However, though, I'm not sure how much of a difference there is between Joe Flacco and Zach Wilson. We saw that line go to seven with Wilson's injury news. On the other side, we'll turn our attention to the rest of the week three games here. Giants-Jets kicking off at the top of the hour. We break it down here on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. On Sunday, you can place a $25 one-game parlay on any Major League Baseball game, and you'll receive a $10 free bet that you can use on any sport regardless of your bet's outcome. Log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get a $10 free bet to use on any sport when you place a $25 one-game parlay on any MLB game. Turn game time into showtime with the king of sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, New York, or Washington, D.C. 
Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe alongside James Salinas. We're hanging out at the VEASAN studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. James, we've been talking a lot about the recaps of last night's preseason action and spinning it forward to the regular season, but we still have two games to go in week three of the preseason. We're finally going to be done. By yes, the end of the please. day, the preseason football please. is over, and we have a game kicking off in about 15 minutes over in the Meadowlands. It's the New York-New York showdown between the Giants and the Jets. Right now, the Jets four-and-a-half-point favorites. Three, 38 is the total for this game. Sounds like the Jets, maybe they'll play some starters, but I don't expect yeah. Joe Flacco to play in this game. The Giants looking to possibly play some of theirs as well anything for you in this game betting the preseason no I think well and just looking at NFL Network here Mm -hmm. they just had a a strip across the the ticker that says Giants not expected to play any starters very good so let's we're betting we're betting on the twos and the threes and we see that number now looks like it's uh, Jets favored by four and a half total sitting at 38 yep Uh, that's this is one where yeah, for the Jets, they don't need to play Flacco. They know what they have in Flacco. This is gonna. It just feels like one of these games for really for both of these teams. We know there's a lot of injuries to that offensive line for the Giants <clears throat> as well, so they're not putting them out there. I think. The, here's the issue: who's gonna play? I don't know who's gonna play, and I don't care who's gonna play because I'm not gonna bet it. Just this is this just feels like a game, Femi, where mm-hmm. both of these teams, both of these coaches, just want to get out of this game. Play 60 minutes. Let's keep the clock running. Get ourselves out of here healthy. We'll make some cuts. And thanks for yeah. coming out to a number of players because they're gonna have to do those, have those hard conversations this week. And don't want to get anybody banged up and send them on their way, sending on their way out of the roster, being limping out of the field. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. pl- playing out the string here. For the Giants and the Jets. We've talked a little bit about the Jets. You said that you are not interested in Joe Flacco and the points in that week one showdown against the Baltimore Ravens. But are you interested in the New York Giants as they are now six-point dogs, five-and-a-half-point dogs, taking on the Tennessee Titans in their week one contest? No, I'd talk about another team that uh, there's been a lot of – and Dable can come in, and I think in time he'll be a tremendous uh, hire and a a great coach for that team. But Mm – He's got a lot of things to clean up first, and yeah. it starts just with the the culture of that of that franchise. I think they've won 22 games over the last five years. <laughs> it's a bad football team. This mm-hmm. is a, a losing culture that's been there. A lot of turnover when you're talking about coaching staffs and players, and it's a rebuild. And I think for this team here, with Daniel Jones didn't uh, didn't exercise his his contract, so he's going to be a free agent. He'll be done after this season for at the quarterback spot for the Giants. This is just going to be a, a rebuild mode right now, and I think Dable has to reestablish t- trying to get a winning culture without actually getting wins. So it's going to start <laughs> with identifying which which guys do they want to have out there that they feel like give them the best chance to be competitive. Yeah. And this is not a team that I'm going to be looking at. I know there's been talk, folks like, man, maybe getting involved with the NFC East with the Giants based on the number. Getting you're getting hooked up with that price. I don't want anything to do with the Giants. It's going to be <laughs> it's going to be wash. It's going to be the commies and the Giants fighting for last place in the NFC East. Yeah, that, that that's the uh, the likely outcome there for the NFC East with Dallas and Philadelphia then battling it out to see who wins the division. Indianapolis took on Tampa Bay last night in the preseason. It was the final game for the Buccaneers. They've had some serious injuries on that offensive line. I'm sure we'll get into that when we talk about this team here. But we also saw Tom Brady return to the field after his nine or ten day leave of absence there with Tampa Bay. He started this preseason game going six of eight for 44 yards. And James, before I get your thoughts, Brady was asked about that leave of absence by the media after the game. And here's what he had to say when speaking with Bucks reporters. 
It's all personal. You know, everyone's got different situations they're dealing with, so we all have really unique challenges to our life. And, uh, you know, we're, I'm 45 years old, man. There's a lot of shit going on. So, you know, you just got to try to figure out life the best you can. And, um, you know, it's a uh, continuous process. So, <laughs> I'm 45 years old. I got a lot of stuff going on is the way you put it there um what do you make of tom brady's comments after coming back from that leave of absence yeah, there are little domestic issues going on right now i don't Perhaps. know he's been married a few times as a few kids i mean yeah i don't want to get into where what his domestic situation is right now yeah. but it could be you know poor tom brady oh 45 try being 51 pal <laughs> I'd be in 51 doing a 36-hour session out there at the mega bar for two straight nights. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. Get, get ready to go play behind that makeshift offensive line on the yeah. interior week one. Yeah, who knows where he's at? Obviously, there's there. Uh, obviously, but I think if anything, to to be be frank about it, there's obviously some distractions going on for him and needed mm -hmm. to get away. Whatever it is that he needed to handle was hasn't been finished yet, and those things. You know, you think about in any job profession, whether you're playing football or anything we're doing here, just hell, hell trying to be up here on the microphone. We <laughs> grinding through the middle relief of the summer being on these segments. Twelve segments ago, we got ten more. Or we're down to nine now, Femi. But grinding through it. But I think but I think when you have distractions, it can play on your mind because mm -hmm. it's it's you know, it's hard to separate sometimes. We hear a lot about work-life balance, those types of things. Mm -hmm. uh, but it is. It's hard to separate those. If you have things that are going on personally, it can impact how you how you play out professionally. Now, Brady's been around forever, so yeah. he'll know how to car mental You know, he'll know how to narrow his focus mm -hmm. when it's time. And sometimes that, that can be a distraction from the focus, but he know, he's a total pro. I think he'll be just fine. So read into it what you want. It's just kind of interesting that he's actually sharing that. It with is the media, right? Like trying to find an outlet to to express himself. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you get, need to sit on the couch somewhere. <laughs> Doctor Bob Hartley, let's give you a call. <laughs> get him on the couch. I don't know. It's a, I think if anything, it's just kind of interesting that he's airing some of these things out. That he's and maybe he's tired of hearing about it. He's tired yeah. of been having to talk. Well, where have you been? What's going Everyone's on? Everyone's been speculating. Yeah. Well, you know, we all got things going on, right? Regardless Stuff. of how old you are. I think the, the older you get, the more baggage you bring with you too. But yeah. I think Brady will be fine. If anything, it's just like, man, is he losing a lot of weight here? Is he still just doing those <laughs> avocado shakes and that's it? The, 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 those cheekbones were looking yeah. like they were pretty prominent right. in the face there. So Tom Brady, I mean, like you mentioned, he is a pro's pro. Obviously, he's been doing this for two plus decades, the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. He will figure this thing fine. out there. But it could be an uphill battle, especially early on in the season, knowing that Chris Godwin probably not going to play early on coming up that ACL injury. You have Mike Evans. He's a little banged up, but he's back in the fold here. But that offensive line yeah. is the big concern there. Robert Hainsey, the backup center, who is now playing because uh, Ryan Jensen got hurt. Hainsey got hurt last night. We don't know how long he's going to be out. But if he's down to his third string center after losing a guard last week in the preseason, that middle of that offensive line yeah. can be rather shaky here early in the season. Well, and like most quarterbacks, they don't want pressure in their face, and especially Tom mm -hmm. Brady, one that is – he understands he's he's got great awareness in the pocket and can climb up in the pocket when it comes to those edge rushers, but you're having to deal with pressure coming up into you and into your face. That's going to be the concern for Brady uh, because we know he's not mobile. I don't care how much weight he's lost in his <laughs> yeah. face. He's still – he's not carrying any weight with him. He's just not mobile. It's just not his game. Yeah. And, and I think for Brady, he's going to have to take a bigger leadership role with that offense, making those – because a lot of times it's the center. That's your quarterback on the offensive line. Mm -hmm. Now you're talking about potentially being down to a third string center. 
that's going to put more pressure on Brady. And he's got the he, he's got the experience to do it. But making more of those checks at the line of scrimmage for his offensive line rather than Jensen the way that he would he was doing it in the past. Yeah, the Buccaneers' current prices in the market there are of a team that is projected to be a Super Bowl contender. Right now, they're minus 270 to win their division, plus 325 to win the NFC, plus 750 to win the Super Bowl, with the win total sitting at 11.5. Have you bet anything Bucks related this offseason? No, I haven't, but I think the win total, it's really generous sitting at 11.5. I can't mm-hmm. try to find 12 wins on there when the thing for the Bucks, you're going to get everybody's best shot. Yeah. Right? You're not the flat spot on anybody's schedule, and you have Tom Brady out there and his. The go to uh, the best quarterback of all time, but that also you got a target on you, and everybody wants to get after you and get on you. And I think for we've seen that, we've seen with New Orleans in particular since Brady has been at Tampa, they know how to play him, they know how to get pressure on him, they know how to be physical on the outside with those receivers, right? With Lattimore, we've seen those battles with with Lattimore in the past with with Evans. With Evans you yep. bet, and those are must see TV, right? That's a <laughs> lot of fun. But I I think there it's that's a challenge. Eleven and a half. To me, it's the under. I haven't bet it. I'm, I really typically don't bet a lot of season win totals, and that won't be one that's on my card. But there's only one play for me to make if I did, and it'd be playing the under. The first four weeks are rather tricky for Hell Tampa yeah. Bay, yep. starting with road games at Dallas and at New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And then you come back home for the home opener against the Green Bay Packers. And, oh, by the way, week four, you play the Kansas City yes. Chiefs. So it could be a rocky start to the season mm-hmm. here. I think this kind of what's going on with the Bucks, what's going on with Brady, this discussion feels like it's going to carry over into the regular season before we see yeah. this team kind of find their legs here uh, coming up once we get to the month of October or so. On the other side, we start our number two, talking a little baseball here on Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 